The contents of this show are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information on the show does not create a client-therapist relationship and should not be taken as professional advice. Before making any decisions regarding your health care, ask your personal physician or mental health care professional or call 911 for any emergencies. We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Erin. This podcast is brought to you by CE Resilience, AE Homes, Colorado, and thenwesave.com and Royal Arch Real Estate. We're back. We are back. We are back (laughs) after more than two year hiatus. Two years. A lot of things happen. Yeah, just a few things things happen. Just a few. Yeah, and we're not even in a studio. We're just. uh, Around our kitchen table. Just digging around in Amy's house. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) yeah, so (laughs) today, Aaron Aaron is already giving us looks. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) All right, so here's the deal. It's been almost two years, and we're going to do our best here. We've got new equipment. So we're doing a little test, Hello? test, test issue. Okay. I can hear it. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. All right. Yep. So two years. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> really? Still because here. we missed each other. That's yeah. why. Yes. That's yeah. Yes. And there have been a few people asking here and there. Are you guys gonna record anymore? And I, I feel like this is like the start of like one of those Instagram stories. Like, oh my god, I got all these questions about this, so I really want to answer. Them. <laughs> like, literally nobody asked, <laughs> but people really did ask. They really did. They really did. Yeah, yeah. And you know how persuaded I can be by other people. So I was like, oh shit, we got they double dog dared you. Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. We like have to do the podcast because people yeah, ask. Because people ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but really, we did miss hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. We did. But holy cow, so much has changed. So much. I mean, do we even say the P word? What is the P word? <laughs> yeah, what is Oh, oh, oh pandemic. Oh, for oh. Sake. <laughs> I thought it was a different P word. Maybe should we call it the C word? Oh, the P word that Jesus saved me. <laughs> Wait, well, why, why are we talking about a penis and a cock, Amy? <laughs> well, the thing is, understand. the oh, thing okay. is, is that we we had our little um, <laughs> that part we're starting off strong. <laughs> I was just gonna get in my head. I needed to put a little thing. We're a little rusty, so <laughs> we may have noticed. Rusty. Yeah, oh little God. rusty. You might have noticed. <laughs> Maybe, but the thing is, is that we had a little planning session a few days ago, and we were trying to talk about <laughs> what are we going to be talking about around the topic of connection, mm-hmm. because connection has kind of taken a different shape, or I don't know what the right word is for that, but everything's a little different after the pandemic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about, well, what do we want the focus of the podcast to be? 
And we're going to keep going with connection. <laughs> Don't you worry. Well, that's a lot of subtitle, a podcast about connection. So don't worry. Don't worry. We're still talking about connection. Oh, we are. We're all, we're going to change the name and the whole focus. <laughs> yes, <I know. laughs> right. Okay. So today we're going to eventually get to um, connection post-pandemic, kind of life after pandemic, um, habits. But before we get there, we're going to do a quick recap of oh. what has been going on in quick. our quiz. Yeah, super quick. Should we time each other? Well, I I think just a, a super nutshell version. Yeah. I, every single time I talk about the pandemic with anybody, I'm like, I find it so ironic that we started the podcast as three married women. <laughs> the three of us like are now divorced and it's like oh there's this that. is true <laughs> this and, is and true it's like i can't help but wonder like was the podcast kind of a catalyst or like bringing some things to focus of like because this all started was it before yeah it would have been the be- 2019 yeah March. when was it March 2019. Yeah. So it's just mm-hmm. like kind of a an interesting kind of coincidence with timing, you know, and having a podcast about connection, I feel like I, it just brings everything up to the surface of like, oh, we're looking at connection in our life in a different way. And then, you know, you top the pandemic on it and not being able to <laughs> get away from your spouse. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. I feel like that kind of um, it kind of highlighted things, yeah. relationship stuff in a and different mine, way. Yeah, I would say for my divorce, um, it, it really was not related whatsoever to the pandemic because everything was over before the pandemic mm-hmm. even started. Well, the relationship was over, but I do find it very interesting that here we were doing this podcast on connection, and then poof. Poof, mm-hmm. poof, it's gone. <laughs> poof, it's gone. There's that no makes it connection like it in that like marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound like it was such an easy divorce process. <laughs> poof, yeah, it couldn't be further from the truth. And let me tell you, we're still going through it. So there's that. Anyway. So yeah, so we started off well, as three oh, married women. Oh, uh, yes. And I think it's so cute that we had <laughs> the same divorce judge. <laughs> adorable no <laughs> no no i think we're now on our fourth judge yeah so but for a minute but it's nice we overlapped for a short <laughs> time. so adorable <laughs> i was like oh bff's over 40 all right so started as three married people down to one married person <laughs> yep. and what else? What else has happened? I so would... much. <laughs> so much. What else has happened? Uh, I think we've all had changes in everything. career. Yeah. We've all had, whether it's like new careers or new businesses. Just yep. adding businesses on. Adding businesses. Yep. Adding businesses on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Multi-passionate. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. I have a kid in middle school now. Both my kids are in double digits. Wow. Just crazy. So wild. Oh, got another dog. You did. <laughs> Do you remember our very first episode? It was such a shit show. Okay, so I was recently telling someone, 
Um, <laughs> That's what it feels like right now. <laughs> it does. But I said, I was like, oh, yeah, did you know I have a podcast? And he said, no, I didn't. And I said, yeah, we have like 40 episodes or something. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh. we do. <laughs> all <laughs> recorded in two days. <laughs> I know. Aaron, you're all impressed. You're all, I'm like, what? Yes, Are you new here? <laughs> you're all, oh, we. We do. Yes. Oh, okay. So I told him. <laughs> yeah. I said, don't start with the first one <laughs> start with number yeah, two that's right yeah he reassured me and said i'll probably start with the most recent yeah, gonna <laughs> number 40 so anyway recap anybody else want to add anything about the last couple years uh, got a lot more plants you got a puppy plants. yeah yeah, yeah. i got puppy. a puppy you got a puppy Rigby. started a second business yeah that's huge and ran a hundred mile race that's huge yeah. huge so. Your running career. Mm-hmm. Your career. Ultra. <laughs> My hobby. Hobby. Your ultra running My hobby. My running career. <laughs> no. It kind of is. Yeah, well, okay. Second job. Second job. Anyway, hobby. And Anna's walking marathons. Yeah. Just, just logged a lot of ma- miles. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, we're going to get into this today, but um, yeah, doing a lot of Fitbit bingo with my dad. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear whatever that is. It's great. Anna and I so went on wholesome. a trip last oh year. Yeah. It was supposed to be all three of us. It was supposed to be all three of us. That ended up being two of us for like <laughs> life circumstances. And so Anna and what I... Was the, what was my drama? You were having a lot of hard times. Oh, because I had yeah. just gotten officially divorced. Yes. Or I and, got the and, divorce decree. Yes. The trial yeah. was over. And I think we had talked... Oh, it'll be such great timing. <laughs> Baby's yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not going. Like literally, exactly two days after. <laughs> That's right. Maybe the next day. Yes. And then we're like, she probably misses us. And then we call her, and she didn't pick up. So <laughs> I, I, I think, think I hibernated. Did. Yes. Yeah. For so we weekend. go. Mm-hmm. We go, and Anna says, "Oh, I want to go on a hike. It'd be great. Go ahead." So what's the hike called? It's Willow like, Lake, uh, Crestone. Okay, yeah, in Crestone. <laughs> So luckily, I'm the one who picked out this hike. Yep. And so we, Erin's a trail runner, like 100 miles. You you just heard that. She's like super fit. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my inhaler. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it'll be so fine. I want to go see like a, what do they call it? Something like some... Yeah, Alpine Lake. Alpine Lake, yep. that thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, one <laughs> yes, of those. that. I was like, I've never seen an Alpine Lake. Uh, okay, this is a great chance to do that. This looks beautiful. Like the the reviews about it said it was like reasonable. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It was. It, it is reasonable. Out, okay, so Aaron goes and does like twenty miles. Meets back up with me. I'm on like mile five. <laughs> when inhaler, we're driving home, hand. When we, okay, we do the thing. Yeah, take you, the picture at the top. I run down and it gets there at some point and then <laughs> and she gets down hours. and we're driving back and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Oh, She's no, like, wait, wait, wait. by I, the time I get back to the car, she had made like a, a, a zillion phone calls. She's like resting. She's eaten. She's like changed. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm like, I'm literally going to die. <laughs> and then, and then on the way home, she's a terrible driver. We'll say that. <laughs> And what did then, you say the other the other week? You even just said, "I will never drive. I will never go on a road 
ever. trip with Anna driving. driving again in my life. I didn't really oh. realize I was that bad of a driver. <laughs> I was like, that's really hurtful. No, it's fine. I just didn't really oh. realize. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Anyhow, no, so she's, know. did you send me a text message or you talked about it in the car? Which part? <laughs> Anna sent the text message. She said, oh, that hike hardest. was the top five. <laughs> Hardest things I've ever done in my life. Yes. Guess, guess what number one was? <laughs> Giving birth. For how many hours After were you in labor? Six hours of labor. <laughs> uh, that hike was number two. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aaron's like running it. Yeah, she's like going back and forth, just like literally like you're it's feeling nothing. awesome about yourself. <laughs> I was like, wow, I, I'm so out of shape. No. <laughs> And then we were going, I met you in the middle and you were like, you can just go. <laughs> I was like, was like chatting, having a good old time. She's and like, still her walking was still too fast for she me. She was like, just go. I'm like, no, I'm okay. And she's like, no, just, just go. Okay. Just <laughs> like, go. okay, I'll see you at the top. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that, that was one of the trips. Yeah. Though. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. So now we got to go with Amy. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Next time. That's right. Next time I'll be along for I think the ride. Update time is over. You what? Update time is over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just move that on. Yeah, Sorry right. about that. So. Sorry about that, people. <laughs> well, I hate this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm saying it gets better at the end. <laughs> it is. You know why? Yeah. Because look at this. Transition. We are going to. <laughs> We're going to talk about habits yep. and our Yay. connection to habits. <laughs> and um, we're going to kick it off with this article that Anna brought. Why did we pick habits, Amy? Um, The connection to habits talking about uh, what? You well, we want to take a, a take on <laughs> pandemic, right? Oh, yeah. We all decided we're yeah. sick of the pandemic. Yeah. So it's like we're not talking about COVID. We were brainstorming, and Amy's like, "We could talk about this," and I said, "No," and then we could talk about this, and I said, "No." (laughs) Oh yeah, and so shut down, shut down. You guys had a rupture and and repair. Yes, we did. (laughs) Yes, and then I became silent. Yeah, Mm. it's okay. We talked through it. We did. Yeah, yeah. It was a great rupture and repair. High fives. What? (laughs) Amy's high fiving now. That's an update. That's an update. (laughs) She used to hate our high five practices. I just did. High five. Anyway, so we're talking habits, mm-hmm. and we're going to start with this article. So, yeah. Anna, what do you have over there? All right. So there's this article from University of California, Riverside, and it says, lonely, question mark, these odd rituals can help. Personal rituals around everyday tasks ease loneliness. And so um, this talks about how r- rituals uh, create meaning and... Let's see. There was another good part. Uh, Many people are trying to find structure because everything is so chaotic. The implications of our study are that if you feel lonely, find a ritual. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It can help you feel less lonely by providing a sense of meaning and purpose. And if you want to find more about this, um, the paper is called Ritualistic Consumption Decreases Loneliness by Increasing Meaning. So that's just to kind of start it off of like having rituals and having habits can aid in meaning. Do they have the rituals in that article? Well, I would imagine it's probably any ritual. Like if you're feeling lonely or you're struggling, 
isn't it kind of alluding to the idea that like you could come up with a new ritual totally. that you do every day and that might yeah. help you yeah, feel here's a less good, lonely. A good quote. It says, we found that something as simple as preparing tea in a certain way, as long as it's interpreted as a ritual, can make the experience more meaningful. And this makes people feel less lonely. So that's pretty interesting. The paper published in the Journal of Marketing Research addressed the fact that people who experience chronic loneliness often feel their lives lack meaning. And rituals create meaning. It's like so it. it is. It's super interesting. And I think, I mean, I know we're not going to talk about the P word or the C word. But <laughs> you know where my mind I would just those. say, though, that since the pandemic, there's so many, like, I have found myself doing really bizarre habits or, like, lack, really lacking like in what? rituals or habits or... I just kind of feel like my expectations around like what's okay to go in public, like just everything's just so <laughs> different. Tell the story. Tell the story. I, I'm fishing for her to tell a certain story. This is <laughs> this is how we got started on the habit All thing right. yeah. because All of right. this story. So you here's the story. Uh, uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, there's this one story about things that we're in public now. Okay, go no. ahead. So here's the thing. Many of you, if you know me, you know I love sleep and I love PJs. I love cozy clothes. And Night in the counts. pandemic, I have just found myself getting more and more comfortable just kind of leaving the house or going out and whoop, I might have my PJs on. <laughs> and- I love how you said, whoop. <laughs> And I've got some real cute BJs lately. Okay. So there's there's a pair that I even have that's matching, like matching top, matching bottom. Matching sense. Coordinate. Yeah. And one day it was real snowy. Okay. And I went to go get my nails done. And I then ran into the tennis shoe store. You went to go get your nails done in the BJs? Yeah. You didn't tell us that part. Well, then to me, that doesn't ever like. You could go to the nail salon any way you wanted, in my opinion. Oh. Because it's so comfortable, and I rarely even take off my coat, which oh, is, I like, see. my whole theory about wearing PJs. Like, most of the time, if I am leaving the house and I maybe still have PJs on, I do not take my coat off. Yeah. Rule number one. Okay. And so it's fine. This is all so of a sudden how to wear <laughs> This is rituals. <laughs> rituals around step PJ one. Okay, let me just rein it back one. and I'll okay. finish my story. Okay. Step one, don't take off your coat. Right. Okay. Don't take off your coat. So it just, you can only see your legs, just the pants. Totally you might sense. have some cute sweatpants on, but they're actually PJs. Anyway, I get my nails done and then I was like, I really need a new pair of running shoes because speaking of rituals and habits, I have really been trying to exercise a little bit more. And when I have a new pair of running shoes in the past, usually that's been a good motivator for me. Mm -hmm. So I go and to the running store again, keeping my coat on. Okay. And I was talking to this guy and he's like, okay, well, the way we usually do this is we have you go on the treadmill with the shoes that you might buy. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) because that would mean the coat's coming off. Coat's coming off. I was like, (laughs) PJ top, no bra. That's all I got to say. We'll preface that. So here I was in the running shoe store trying out a few different pairs. There's one pair I really like better. And he was like okay, so, you know, let's, let's hop up on the treadmill and you can just (laughs) run really quick. (laughs) 
So let me just tell you, I, it's been a while since I ran, number one. Number two, I did have to take off my coat in order to run. Number three, I had my full-on matching <laughs> pajama top and bottom, and I was running on the treadmill. And I look over at this guy, and I said... I can't believe I'm wearing this outfit (laughs) on your treadmill. And he said, you would not believe the outfits that people come in here. Hmm. And so he really helped me make me feel better. But so Amy's um, gonna go to the running store. <laughs> oh my! I'm never again gonna try that out. <laughs> Buying, don't buy shoes in your pajamas. Okay. <laughs> Bottom line. So Amy's habit during the pandemic is to leave the house with her pajamas on <laughs> to the nail salon and to. It sounds like you had a, a very full day. <laughs> Yes, right. <laughs> Just two stops. Just two, two stops. Okay. So habits, rituals. Habits, yeah. rituals. What are rituals yes. that you have? You all have. Well, I think so. This is part of this yes. pajama issue. Is that it's like <laughs> with people yeah. not having to go to work. You don't yeah. go to the office. You don't. I mean, even like whatever it is, going to the office, going to school, online school, like, or I mean, going to in person school, all the stuff, getting your groceries delivered. Like we have spent, as we all know, so much time at our home, and so what I have found is that I am really missing the habit or the ritual of normalcy or routine every morning where I am like, I don't really necessarily like the fact that I'm so comfortable in my pajamas. Like in my mind, if I was being my best self, I would have a morning routine no matter what. And I would, you know, get ready every day and look presentable and blah, 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 you know, but I've really gotten far away from that clearly. Well, and I mean, a lot of times with Zoom, too, you just need to have, like, the shirt situation sorted out. Sure. And There's can... even that billboard that says, "Oh yeah, you remember that. when you used to have to wear pants when you went to work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love so that. Good. I remember when I thought that the pandemic was going to end. <laughs> and that, so I started wearing, like, pants that weren't just elastic waist. And I felt so good about myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, buttons. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They really help. It's a fine line, though. It's Mm -hmm. a fine line of like, okay, we're more comfortable maybe, or maybe we're more relaxed or, you know, yeah, there was a downside to going to the office nine to five, but maybe there was a real upside with like how people felt about themselves or Mm -hmm. I don't know. So therapist, Aaron, what's your take (laughs) on all this? On rituals? Or on like how daily morning habits and I mean a lot of people how it's just changed so much. Right. Well, I don't know what, how I feel on the whole, I could tell you about myself. Okay. Good. point. Right. Um, I get up every morning and I have lemon water and two cups of coffee and I have room to putts in the morning. And then that starts my entire day off. Well, Mm. um, what do you do during putzing time? Um, if I need to unload the dishwasher, sometimes I water the plants. Sometimes I sit there. A lot of times I snuggle the puppies. No. How much time do you give yourself? An hour at least. Oh, to putts. Great. To putts. <gasps> what? what time that. do you wake up? <laughs> he was like, oh, God. Uh, sometimes I have, if I, I mean, if I have to get started early, I'll wake up at five. 
so I can putz. That's so great. Because so, just build in yeah, that putting time. time. Yeah. I go crazy if I just started right away. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Smart. Little putts. One of my Instagram crushes that you guys know has a like has divided the first hour every day for like 20 minutes reading, 20 minutes of movement and 20 minutes of meditation. Mm. Sounds healthy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I <Shit>. hate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what's changed. For so Anna. do you get ready every day? <laughs> like in your work clothes? Cause your job has really changed. My job has shifted. Yeah. I mean, I, if I can get a workout in, hopefully I'll shower before the day. <laughs> I have one person that I see during the, she was like, oh, you showered today. I'm like, I know it looks great. She says, I did too. I said, great. Okay. Yeah. But it's, if I shower, feel good about it. But I mean, the, if I don't time things right, it's like a down to the wire, which Mm. is not Mm. my favorite thing. So I I like to give myself some more padding for that. But think a lot of shit has changed. Well, you're completely remote now. Totally. Yeah. That's I think I'm going to get shift. a walking treadmill. Did we talk about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a walking treadmill because I can't handle sitting. I am so curious to see day. what your clients think of your walking treadmill. I am too. Yeah. If you're walking one mile an hour, you have several sessions a day. You're walking several miles. So. I used to do walks with my therapist. Yeah. For some of our appointments. Mm-hmm. And I still do that with some people. Are you going to try to like make it seem like you're No, sitting? I mean, I'll tell them if it's distracting. <laughs> if it's distracting, I'll tell them, stop. Your you know? feet are moving. Yeah, they're, they're like, mm, why are you bobbing your head? Well, <laughs> you all have like a hip, a hip yeah, yeah. strap or something. <laughs> that keeps you down. <laughs> Public stability. It's like your yes, right. are moving like a cartoon. Uh, well, when we do a oh Zoom my call. Gosh. You know, I have to get my 100 miles in. <laughs> Because I told you I'm an ultra runner. <laughs> no. Whatever you're doing with your fingers over there. Yeah. <laughs> walking. Walking 100 miler. Yeah. Anna, what are your habits? Um, in the morning, I really appreciate the dedicated putzing time. That is so great. Um, gosh, I wake up and I just start my coffee for the French press water. And then I'll sit there and just read my like I have these daily readers things but I just recently started this habit of what if I just add in some yoga like I've been wanting to like do some stretching and it's like I've been wanting to add in this like habit (laughs) (laughs) I'm not just sorry go of like stretching and I'm like okay I'm not gonna say I'm gonna do yoga every day because that just feels too big and Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about this more um with like with what we talk about (laughs) Right, a little rusty, a little rusty, <laughs> just a little rusty. But so my coffee steeps in the French press for four minutes. So I was like, okay, let me just find this yoga stretch. That's five minutes. I can do five minutes. Let it just steep for five minutes. So I just started in this time period doing yoga, and it's like it was so easy to remember because it's like five minutes worth of things. Sure. So I started doing that, and I just have incorporated that. And so now I'll drink my coffee and read my do my reading and stuff and then yeah it's a great start to the day but i was able to add that habit in like you already read that atomic habit books before we listen well i know i know it sounds like i did but i didn't i'm just naturally (laughs) you're like naturally so healthy so healthy so healthy you guys (laughs) 
habits. And I want to like insert that emoji with the fingernail polish right now. You know the one? Yes, I do, but I don't understand the connection. You don't understand it? It's just like, I'm just so fancy. I'm just, I've got my life so together. I don't Uh, know. I just, that's what I always associate it with. Hmm. Okay. Like, (laughs) were you guys so confused every time I've used that? I don't think you ever have. I don't think you've used it. Oh. I always just think about it in the literal sense, like somebody got their nails done. (laughs) Oh, I think of it as, I always use it as, I got my life together. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's not what that means. Says Anna. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, she must have got her nails done. Okay, so let's okay. talk about the book. Yes. So Atomic Habits mm-hmm. by James Clear is a um, bestseller, obviously. And um, Aaron, you've read it or listened to it. I, li- well, I, I read part of it and then listened to he, Brene Brown, interviewed him. And oh. it was super, uh, he was great interview. Um I think it was on either Unlocking Us or the Dare to Lead podcast, and it was super good. And because I people had talked about it, but until I listened to him talk on that, hmm. um, and the thing that stuck out the most is I'm curious how this lands. Is the quote as he talks about you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Hmm. So when you were talking about interesting not being disciplined, mm-hmm. he was talking about it's not necessarily based on goals. It's based on like how the system that you set up to do the thing. Hmm. So like how do you, if you're going to go work out, then how do you lay out your clothes? How do you like where you put your car Mm. keys? Do you make coffee in the morning? Do you get all your things lined up so you can do the thing? Mm. Um, So do you have any systems around habits that you have or your goals around her? Well, I just think about, I mean, this is really – this is the honest truth. The one habit I do every morning is drink coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and, ta- he talks about that in yeah. the book. Yeah. And so it's like, no matter what, I'll make my pot of coffee or I'll use my AeroPress or I'll, you know, those are Does really, that really make the best coffee. AeroPress? Yeah. Huge fan. Okay. Yes. Because it Because it's like it's like an espresso shot. Okay. You get it's just espresso. Oh, okay. But you have to use the espresso beans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. Highly. <laughs> We're sponsored by not Aerostar. No. Good. Aeropress. <laughs> Aero, my bad. Okay. Right. Anyway. Okay. But it's like, so to me, that coffee is, is no matter what, I, I don't have to necessarily set up for that habit, mm-hmm. which, so, okay. So backing up, like we listened to, um, just that quick Blinkist. Well, okay. So we're talking about habits. We prepared a little bit on Thursday and then we get into this and we're like, okay, well, are we ready to talk about habits? And then Amy and Anna look at me like, I guess. Like, okay, we'll just go off the hip. <laughs> Clearly going off the hip as any of you that stick with us this far. Uh, is not a great plan for us. But not always. So we just always. like chatting. We're chatting and laughing. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I got a good idea. Let's listen to the blinkest of the book, right? Yeah. And these two eye rolls. <laughs> it was a great idea. It was a great Say idea. Say it again. Say it again. Great idea. Great idea. Great idea. So we're listening to it, and Amy's like, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's wrong with my habits. <laughs> I'm not patient enough for these habits. She rolls her eyes, she's like, Anna's like, speed up that person talking. <laughs> It's already only 20 minutes. (laughs) We got to make it quicker. We got to have this going. Anyhow, so then you took notes. 
on it. I did. And yeah. so during that, you know, they talked about the four components of a habit. So cue, which is your trigger to act. Mm-hmm. Craving, which is the change in your state of being. That you want. Or the change you want. Yeah. Response is whatever action you take. And then your rewards. So whatever positive feeling you get afterwards. So I think about the coffee for me. And it's like the way that they even said it in that book or, you know, the audio, whatever, was that the trigger or the cue for me is waking up. Mm -hmm. And it is. It's like I wake up and I just I want to drink that coffee. Mm And so that's my craving, which is typically like there's something about, you know, just the warmth, but then also being awake. And then my response is like, it's, it's just, I brew it however it needs to. For a little while, I was being very prepared and I had a timer set Mm. on my coffee machine. But I guess my point is, is that I don't know if it's because the reward is so great that the reward is so great. That, that maybe it doesn't matter. I always have coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. but it's the only thing I always do in the morning. Mm. So Take- could, so could then you pair something with coffee, like Anna paired yoga and I, then you start that habit. Mm. Now I'm a yoga master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's actually a good idea. I mean, cause I, I would love to get into a dedicated routine for my, for walking the dogs. Mm-hmm. And so if I start brewing, get my shoes on. So the other thing I really liked about that, the atomic habit book and what they were saying is don't make the goal that you're going to go running every morning. Mm -hmm. Just make the goal that you're going to put your shoes on Mm -hmm. every morning. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder what would happen if I, you know, start brewing the coffee, put my shoes on every Mm morning, my running shoes on every morning. Because when your dogs see that, then they're going to know they're going for a walk. Every morning. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah, so I think it's really interesting. I really found that just breaking down the habit into those four pieces Mm. is really helpful for me to understand what's happening. Because I was starting to get into just a lot of like ick and shaming. I mean, I laugh about the PJs at the running store, but there's also some like just kind of like cringe factor Mm. there for me that's like, oh, girl, is that really... I wonder if that's happening all over the U.S. Because, like, Denver and Colorado is just, you know, kind of more laid back and easygoing as far as, like, attire. I wonder if in places like Atlanta or, you know, just dressier places, like, if they are also (laughs) generally more dressed down because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? If you live in those places, (laughs) please let us know. (laughs) Yeah, let us know. Let us know. I don't, I, yeah. I do think too, because he talks about um, in the book, he talks about identity based goals and like the, I, I want to become this person. So the goal is not to finish the marathon, the goal is to become a runner. Mm-hmm. And the goal is not to like cook meals every night. The goal is so that you become like a, not a chef, but like whatever. Or the goal is that you're not to like read these two pages. It's so that you become a reader, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think thinking in ways of like, I am this person, um, really shifts things for me. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I think that like is very similar to some of the manifestation stuff mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. if you're thinking I am a runner, I am a runner, I am a runner. It reminds me of, um, your Joe Dispenza guy. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like qu- the quantum, the right? quantum. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like making what you want to be a reality right? Mm-hmm. in your mind. Yeah. I watched this this documentary on Netflix called The 14 Summits. And this guy named Perja. Uh, I don't know if I, I told you guys this story. I told I will. <laughs> They're like right before the episode. You did. <laughs> I'm going to tell Actually, everybody out there. Familiar. Sounds familiar. So anyways, Nims Perja is the lead character in this. And then he also wrote a book called Project Possible. And so he's climbing the 14 tallest peaks in hmm. the world. Um, and he was doing it in a really short time frame. So the book is about, the book is a very, is a, like a longer version of the documentary. It's awesome. And the dude is super inspiring. But he holds this balance, in my opinion, of like being super compassionate, like never leaving a man uh, or a woman on the mountain because that a lot of that happens because of the extreme environment. And he always like super, super compassionate. And he has this level of like people always use this word as it's super um, it's loaded, but like this healthy level of like confidence but it's almost to the point of narcissism i think of like where he like believes at like he can do anything which you have to if you're doing these things and so i think it's like a healthy level of that and so this like level of confidence and so in turn and then i just ran a a long race two weeks ago and i was like okay (laughs) i'm gonna adopt this part of me that's this nims purge part they call him nims day and the, the this nickname is nims day so i was like i'm gonna adopt a nims day part of me and so and I'm going to function in my race. So like when things come up and I hit like pretty lows within that race and I was out there for almost 17 hours. And so when yeah, I, let's just, let's just mm-hmm. clarify, right. like this is not a 5k, right. 100k, yeah. it was 100k, 100 took me 17 K. hours. Anyhow. So, um, so I'm out there and so there's lows. It's like cold at the start, you know, it was like in the thirties and then it's like over 80 during the day and the, which is a lot coming from the winter here in Colorado. Anyhow. So there was lots of ups and downs. And so throughout the time, just identity based, like I am this mm-hmm. person and I can, I can get through whatever the next step is. I can get to the next aid station. I can remain in a, in a like optimistic and positive mood, even if I'm suffering and I'll get to the next and then I'll regroup and I'll just keep on going. And really like it helped more than anything. It was the best, like, even though things were hard, the best psychological state I had been in in a race mm. too. So mm. not the only factor, but so point being is identity-based goals, I think Huge. are, um, I think they work. Yeah. Cause and you change to, to yeah. forming your habits. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Totally. Well, and it, I think the other thing that popped out during that, um, just listening to the snippet of the book was focusing on your trajectory not mm. the result and like doing the small things over and over. Like or that not piece. The, I think you said the not the immediate outcome, like the trajectory, not the immediate outcome. Yeah. Or result is oh. what I had. So oh, like the, okay. the outcome is in my mind, I guess I think about like, I'm going to go to the gym cause I want to get stronger. So mm. like focusing on, okay, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever, I'm going to put my shoes on Mm -hmm. versus like, I would like to lose however many pounds, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what I think Mm -hmm. of result outcome interchangeable in my mind. How do you understand it? I was understanding it as like the immediate hit of the gratification of it. And that's why people don't stick with it. Because if you focus on like the trajectory, like, oh, I'm on the path of like being strong Rather than the outcome, the immediate hit of like, oh, now I'm going to be like (laughs) this super hot person. I'm thinking (laughs) I'm going to be immediately after this one workout. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the difference I was thinking. Like, yeah, maybe I'll get there. 
Yeah. It, and I'm on the trajectory of that. That was kind of the difference I noticed. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, too. I kind of, I want to read the whole book. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I'm at. Well, and I mean, I thought it was cool, too, that they talked about, like, the tiny changes and the negligible changes day to day you don't notice, but repeated after yeah. each day they compound so you don't get to see it every, you know, each day, but again, kind of on that trajectory and it's like, oh yeah, that all adds up. And that you, if you miss a day, that's okay. But if mm-hmm. don't miss two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. I just really like the idea of small mm-hmm. starting small. small. Yeah, I like I am, I can be so all or nothing and it's just brutal <laughs> because then I like get into this, De- you know, kind of, sh- I guess, a shame spiral sure. in a way where it's like, oh, I'm not doing it or, oh, I'm not going to, you know, my workout class seven days a week. or And it's like, what? It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. So a lot, a lot to learn here, I think, yeah. for, for me and, yeah. and all habits for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So I also know, like, you know, just tracking it. And I think... One of the interesting things, thinking about that original article, Anna, with the loneliness mm-hmm. and, you know, if you could set up if for loneliness or habit forming or whatever, but then to track mm. what days you are doing your rituals or what days you are doing the habits and rewarding yourself that way, which mm. I would guess would kind of depend on what your personality type is mm-hmm. a little bit. Because some people are going to be, don't you think, some people are going to be more motivated by those external tracking gold stars. Well, we talked about the four tendencies, right? I think so. We've talked about that Gretchen Rubin four tendencies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you respond to expectation. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there's the questioners who respond to internal expectations. There's upholders who respond to internal and external. There's obligers that respond to only external expectations and then rebels that re- don't respond to either. And so I think that's a super, why are you laughing? I'm a rebel. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm uh, rolling my right. eyes at myself. But I think that's a great, I think. You're the like t- gold star, schmold yeah. star. <laughs> I do think that it would be hard to be a rebel. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but mm. so I think that that pairs well with the habits. Wait, what are you? An upholder. What am I? Do you think? An What's obliger. Obliger. Wait, the upholder yeah. is the external? External. But you're pretty internally motivated, too. I think you're probably an upholder, too. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the one that's both? Upholder. Oh. Um, it's like, well, I have a running coach, mm-hmm. but I can also motivate myself to do all these things, but I, I don't want to make the schedule for things, and it's nice to report back to someone. Mm-hmm. And so having both things, because I don't just need external, um, and I don't need just internal. Mm-hmm. And so it's helpful. So, the four, so if you Google four tendencies – Gretchen Rubin and take the quiz. It's just how people respond to expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's super interesting because it's that it's just based on from what she says, it's just based on wiring. And so mm-hmm. it's not like evaluative or judgmental about you as a person. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you figure out how you're responding to expectations, then if you can dial things in or create habits in the way that you're wired, then mm-hmm. it makes you more successful. So I think that's also helpful. Totally. Yeah. And then more, more able to start habits that you would like to start. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you understand how you're going to yep. get motivated. Totally. Yeah. Like if you're an obliger and you want to start exercising, then you need a person to go exercise with so yep. that you're accountable to someone else and not just yourself. So. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Totally you got some questions? Good. Yeah. Are we going to do our final question? Yeah. I think so. Right. Okay. Anybody, anything more on habits? 
Oh, I mean, I just think it's, do you guys have any thoughts around like habits that you have started post pandemic that you don't like or like, or anything standing out that, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much yeah. about how our lives have changed. Yeah. Like even with people getting dogs and yeah. then people out walking their dog, like there just feels like our world has just been so changed. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm just wondering for, from your perspectives. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I did find this other article, um, Pew Research. I've been eyeing that up the whole time wondering what that is. I know. I was like, I better turn the screen off because it's like there's quotes from different people. Um, This was an 85-page article. Did you read the whole thing? No, no. I just skimmed it. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I just skimmed it. So there are quotes from different people about like the silver linings and the um, downsides of the pandemic. And it was really interesting because younger people and more educated people found more silver linings in um, the pandemic, which kind of makes sense. And then I thought it was interesting. This one quote says, the destruction of our routines has been disorienting. Just like, just that. <laughs> and yeah. then, um, oh, yes, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. And then this other person yeah. said, mandatory relaxation, things like reading, needlework, crosswords, long outdoor walks, no commitments on my calendar to worry about. Like, like just that having that space to do those things. Mm. It's just like, at least for me, I noticed um, it created so much space, which was uncomfortable at times. And also because of the divorce and so many different life changes, it gave me a lot of time to heal, which I'm so thankful for. And I was also at the place of being able and ready (laughs) and willing to look Mm -hmm. at that stuff. Yeah. But um, had I not been at that place, I don't think I would have made any use of that time, like in the way that I did, in the same way that I did, I should say something. I would have found some good in it, but I don't think it would have felt as like productive. I was like, a lot of times I found myself thinking, thank goodness, like this just so happened to coincide with quarantine and having this extra space uh, to be able to process this stuff in the way that I did. So and, I mean, and like transformative for you. Yeah. Like totally. all the stuff you totally. And I mean, into. I think just as far as like personal habits, it's like my threshold and tolerance for just activity and being around other people has completely changed. It's just like way lower. Like I just, nah, I don't really want to <laughs> do all those things. We've seen Anna twice this week. So we're lucky then. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even yeah. though she's almost sleeping here yeah. at the table. I know, I'm a little low energy today. <laughs> and it's like, I guess just We'll the, take like, you any way we can get. That's oh, right. Oh, you're sweet. I mean, I think too, just kind of like the habit of just having to be more adaptable in a lot of ways and like the forced flexibility, maybe that's not a habit, mm. but just as far as like a way of operating, I feel like I used to be far more rigid and now it's like things could easily just get canceled <laughs> on yeah. a whim, like, Oh, COVID, Oh, got a quarantine, Oh, this or that. It's like, it just has to be more easygoing. So like it's helped me in a lot of ways, like let go of that illusion of control and just like, uh, Shit, I just—it's totally out of my hands. Yeah, <laughs> like talk about like having no power. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But what about you two? Well, I think I already beat the dead horse with my PJ story. But <laughs> I mean, 
I think getting a second dog, I mean, there's just been so much joy I have found in my dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I honestly, I mean, I don't know if I ever would have gotten a second. I don't even know. But anyway, now I have two dogs and I find so much joy in them. And sometimes I just watch them. I just watch them play in the mm-hmm. backyard. I just snuggle. And, you know, I think there is this sense of like, I can have a clear calendar mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. I don't know the right. I think maybe slowing down. Yeah, I got to think about this a little bit more. So I'm going to pass the baton to you, Aaron. So the question was, the exact question was about habits. Yeah, um, like how has your life changed? Or, or I mean, well, I guess I think like the, habits. Huh? Well, I think that I notice because I'm in my house all the time because I'm working from home. Um, and so I have noticed a lot of things in my environment that maybe I would be too busy to notice. Mm-hmm. So like... When I am at my desk in front of my computer with sessions, I look directly at my neighbor's house and there's these two squirrels that (laughs) I watched their whole life, (laughs) like literally watched their whole life of like how they run and chase each other and do all these things. And when, do you know where they live? I don't, but they are there like every day. And so the neighbors have a crab apple tree <laughs> and you should have seen how fat these girls got <laughs> during the thing. <laughs> they would mow like 10 in a row. And I'm like, that is the happiest squirrel I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. They'd be like ripping through like, like think of corn on the cob how, yeah, like, yeah. in a cartoon. That's how yeah. they eat these crab apples. Whoa. And so I watch these squirrels. And so I have been trying to... Someone talked to me about like paying attention to things that delight me. Yeah. And so these squirrels, because ah. I used to think they were annoying because they can be so like chirpy and loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also noticed like I went outside, I dropped. It's been really cold in Denver. Yeah. And finally the sun was out today. And so I've noticed uh, the birds were chirping. And so those kind of things like I think f- finding joy or delight in small things mm-hmm. have been super super helpful through this time period and so those kind of habits i think have been helpful i have deleted well i just uploaded instagram to so i could show these two a video beforehand (laughs) that was really hilarious but um but mostly i I have to take breaks from social media because i think i can numb with that pretty easily and so um that's a habit that i take out of my life occasionally i'm on a break from it right now um another habit the putzing i've started to meditate pretty extensively so i don't know if any will these two know because i talk about it incessantly but if you're familiar with joe dispenza i went to his a a week-long advance retreat in july and then the follow-up in october and it changed my life and so um doing those meditations has really changed how i view the world and operate and move about and so that's been a habit that's been really helpful to life so yeah that's kind of where things are. Things that delight me. That's Someone awesome. said to look at things for things that delight you. If you start paying attention to this, change your life. Mm-hmm. That's that makes that story about the squirrels makes me so. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. You see them jump. I, I started yeah. a list on my phone based on like one of those dating app prompts of like, oh, sim- what are your simple pleasures? Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, I actually would love to like write a huge list. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so I, I was like, I wonder what mine are. And so I, now I have this huge list mm-hmm. like, oh, stepping on crunchy leaves. Oh, the mm-hmm. pastel skies or just That's like awesome. a warm way, ray of sunshine. Yeah. Uh, yes. So yes. just like, yeah, paying attention and looking for those things oh, like yeah. drastically improves quality of life. I agree. It's so great. I was at, my friend got married on Friday. And so the wedding was outside in this pavilion. And so it looked over at this golf course and then back at the mountains um, on the front range. And as they said their vows, so they were like getting ready to say them. And I swear to God, it was like a hundred or 200 geese came in uh. to the golf course and were like honking. We had just <laughs> talked about this. My friend, like, we just talked about like how, how badass geese are. And, you know, they honk at each other to encourage the, like, front geese to, like, keep on going. And so they fly in, and they were, like, all honking, and then they, like, landed right as they were about to say the vow. It was so cool. And so those kind of things, I'm like, yeah, because there's so much fucking shit in the world. Mm -hmm. Here we are. There had to be an F-bomb. There had to be an F-bomb. There it was. So this woman, Nadia Bowles-Weber, she posted something at some point, and she was talking about how our nervous systems are not wired to take in the global pain of everywhere. Mm. And we're wired to like take in the pain of our village. And so when we take in, because our world is so globalized, like it's like almost impossible to breathe ever. I think everyone's felt like, I mean, there's so much, uh, suffering happening in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you were talking about, all of us are talking about like spaciousness, but there's a lot of people during the p- pandemic that have not had spaciousness mm-hmm. depending on like the, mm-hmm. the gap between people, the haves and haves nots mm-hmm. is, um, feels pretty devastating. And so, um, which makes the squirrels and the birds, um, chirping <laughs> really important to pay attention to, mm-hmm. I think. Um, also the issues, but, but so Nadia Bowles-Weller talks about like to pick one, one of the issues that you're really passionate about, whether that's climate change or black life matter or this, whatever is happening, there's, there's hundreds of issues to pick from, but, but to like really like pull yourself into one thing. And I think that's because if we can get bogged down, I think by a lot of stuff. So habits, rituals, all that stuff can mm-hmm. help bring meaning and joy to life. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. I think so there is. So here's my thought. Okay. Um, and I'm going to see if I can summarize this pretty quick. But I think that my life pre-pandemic mm-hmm. was um, – so I used to be a stay-at-home mom. I used to play a ton of tennis. I used to travel all over the world. I used to, you know, have this very privileged life. And I um, had a lot of resources. And then things turned upside down. Mm-hmm. And so my experience in the pandemic, I often feel like my experience in the pandemic was different than other people's pandemic because I feel like I have been just trying to survive myself and like hustle, hustle, hustle Mm -hmm. and figure out, you know, ways to make money and figure out ways to be a single mom and make money and restart a career and all this stuff. And so I don't necessarily, I think before I was trying to think about the slowness, but Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is that's not my experience. You've been a Tasmanian devil. I've been a Tasmanian devil out of survival sure, and yeah. necessity. I think that's a lot of people's experience. I don't really feel like there I've I've had this space um because like even if you know my kids are at their dads or wherever where it's like I physically am by myself. I I am I am 
constantly spinning, like working and trying to figure stuff out and blah, blah, blah. So I guess like the habits, when I think about that, um, no, I haven't been exercising. No, I haven't been super healthy. No, I haven't. You know, like there's so many things that in my mind when I think about habits, I think about all this good, like, oh, all these positive things you can do as a habit. But my reality is that like the habits that I've been doing over the past three years are um, working, like this habit of just like work, 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 you know, try to adapt and figure out mm-hmm. what's going to work. How am I going to make money today? How am I going to make money tomorrow? And taking care of my kids and responding to my kids' needs. And yeah, so I feel like that's that's been my habit. And like my habits, I think about Don DePani, which you all know mm-hmm. I am a huge fan. And his whole thing was like habits. Our mind is not well equipped to judge a good habit versus a bad habit. Mm -hmm. And so habits are formed and only when you do the same things over and over and over, it doesn't matter what those Mm -hmm. things are. And so I think for me, the truth is, is like, I don't know that I love the habits that I've formed at Mm -hmm. all because Mm -hmm. it's just been, it has been been survival, survival. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good, good. uh, I think that's what happens Yeah, in survival when, yeah. Like we do things to get by. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. So really good. like yeah. you're talking about with not being disciplined, it's not, it's not a matter of not being disciplined. It's that you had yeah, like survival things to worry about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. Totally. I think that's true. So it's nice because I can find some compassion mm-hmm. for myself through oh, conversation. Say oh, it again, Amy. Good. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's good. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of like the hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. Totally. You had to survive. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totally. So Mm -hmm. it's good. Okay. You've got a question for us, Anna? Are we going to go out on this? I think so. Are we good on time? Yeah. Oh, yes, we are. We are good on time. Oh, good. Okay. So the question is, what do you like best about your life? I'll go. And you could also say, what do you like least about your life? If you want. Um, I think right now. So I feel very lucky um, and grateful and privileged that I get to work from home, which is also hard being on Zoom all day. But but most of the time I love that because um, I can work from wherever. And so um, I was recently doing I'm taking a Brene Brown Dare to Lead course. And so we did a values exercise. And so I realized that one of my top values is freedom, not in the politically co-opt sense of freedom, but like really just having space to do what I want, when I want, how I want, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I want that for other people. And so for me, the fact that I can have a session from my van or I can be at an Airbnb, not even in the state, that I can do that. Um, and so that is the way that things are set up and and that I can travel and do things the way that I want to, I feel very, that that is what I like best about things right now and adventure life that I'm cultivating adventure life, which is really important to me. So mine is, um, what I love most is people. I love, um, Oh, I just love people. I love connecting with people. I love just in my new career, like meeting people through real estate and being invited into people's homes and, um, 
Coffee on Thursday mornings. Oh my gosh. Coffee on <laughs> Thursday mornings, my kids and my kids' friends and my kids. You know, I just, I really love connection. I la- I love really, truly connecting with people. And I find that most people I do meet, I am able to connect with. Mm-hmm. And so. You're good at You are good at that. I just, I love it. I love, I love my life and all the amazing connections. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Anna? Mine. What do you like best about your life? Oh my gosh, I like so much about my life. Um, I think the biggest thing is that idea that now the way I live my life is like I feel like a there's a true integrity with the insides matching my outsides, and I constantly find myself thinking. You know, apart from like all the world devastation, like what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive, to like be able to just like kind of express myself in the way that I want or like just show up in the world in the way that feels like authentic and true, like, you know, completely outside of any material things. It's just like, what a time to be alive. And it's only because of the people that came before us that were, you know, I'm able to do this. And it's just, I just feel like to have that integrity of the insides matching the outsides, like it, like it's such a gift to be able to live in that way. And I know, um, a lot of people aren't able to do that. And so I feel really grateful for that. Yeah. So it's a good frame reframe. I like that. It's good. (laughs) It's a good, good, good. Well, this is it. That's We're going to land this plane. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. That's your favorite. That's your favorite. That's well, so, That's it. <laughs> so Thanks, got. everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.